Hey everybody, time for another Code Pen Radio 370. I have Alex Trost on here. How you doing, Alex? I'm doing great, Chris. Thanks for having me on. How you doing? My pleasure. My pleasure. Really. We were just getting to chatting and I'm like, stop! I'm going to hit the record button because we can't lose any of our good chatter to, to pre-chatter. You know, it's not fair to the podcast listening audience out there. And what I was about to tell Alex is that I feel like in some ways we're like the same person like a decade removed. I'm not sure how much older I am than you, but I bet some, I bet to some degree. And Alex runs this thing called, among the many things you do, but a big chunk of it is called a thing called front end horse. It literally is the word front end dot horse is the url for it i think you're highly known for owning and operating this thing and what i guess i was going to say and i'm going to ask you more questions about this as we go is it feels like if i was going to start something like css tricks today knowing what i wanted to get out of it like a basically a community site for front-end developers i'd probably at least uh, hopefully I could pull it off, but do something like you're doing with front end horse. And that's not to say that CSS tricks is old and antiquated and, and can't do any of this stuff, but there's a, it's a different take on what you kind of should be doing for a community site these days. So front end horse is this website that has articles on it, like classic, right? Got to do that. SEO, people are going to find those teachers, but it's got yep. Alex, you're a pro streamer. Never even went there on CSS Tricks. It's got a Discord for community. Oh my God, Discord's just popping for web community. And it's just got all this stuff. So you you tell me, though. I, I feel like I'm just putting words out there about what I think front-end horse is. But that's what I'm so interested in. I'm so, I look on with admiration for how you're, what you're doing and how you're handling it on front-end horse. What is front-end horse to you? Man, uh, you just made my my life there. That 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 was that was super super kind of you to say. First off, um, wow, yeah. So, uh, Front End Horse to me is uh, actually well. So it started as a newsletter, and honestly, it started started as a newsletter that just wanted to have an excuse to dig into code pens and <laughs> share out what I learned there. Where like I. I've been a CodePen fan for a while now, and I always wanted to, uh, or, or, or I would find myself digging through CodePens and going, wow, this is incredible. How are they doing this? How, how are they pulling this off? And go digging through, and either I, I figured the answer out and was like, wow, that's, that's a really cool technique. I didn't even know this was like a CSS property, or I didn't know that you could do that in JavaScript, yeah. or, or Here, here's a new animation library I, I, I didn't know about. Or I wouldn't figure it out. I just kind of go, ah, okay, I guess I'll just never know. Um, but, uh, well, I'll tell you but, right away that yeah. <clears throat> gives something spirit in a way that not everything has. Like I subscribe to some newsletters. And I'm not calling anybody out because I subscribe to them on purpose. If I didn't like it, I'd unsubscribe. Yeah. But there's plenty of newsletters I get that's just like lank, lank, lank. And if they have a description at all, sometimes they s just steal the first paragraph of whatever was yeah. there or something. It's not their own words. So any newsletter that where you can like hear from the author and be like, why do you care? Man. That's the good stuff, right? And so the, that's cool that that was the foundation of, of Front End Horse. is not just like link, 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 but link and why, link and why, link and why. Yeah, I try to always change the text at least, right? Like, like as, as you just said, it's usually like uh, a link and then it's just like the description, but like the meta description from that site. 
and and like you said, that's fine. Like, like there are definitely places for those like aggregators. But for this, like I always wanted it to kind of be breakdowns of these code pens. And the 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 reason why the newsletter kind of came about was that I was doing this already. And it gives you an excuse to reach out to these people that are like making this awesome stuff. Like Adam Kuhn was one of the first people that I was like chatting nice. with in like the Twitter DMs. He is incredible. His pens are mm-hmm. still so over my head every time. I have to like sit down and like follow it because he's 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 someone who doesn't just combine like uh, oh this is SVG with an SVG filter. He's combining like this web API with that other web API with an SVG filter with like three other techniques and you're like trying to wrap your head around it but he's the friendliest guy and he's happy to explain it he is a he's a technique smasher together for sure you know some people just like have a style they're chasing down which i actually Mm -hmm. think is kind of cool yeah but and and adam it's not that adam doesn't have a style but man even for this this podcast which once in a while we'll throw a video out to this feed because i don't know why not podcasts are they're just xml right they'll take an mp4 or whatever video, M4V, I forget. Anyway, I, I reached out to Adam to do the intro for it. And we were going to call it, when it's a video, we're going to call it CodePen TV. Just because it's CodePen right. Radio, you know, why not? And he, he and I was just like, do whatever you want, you know, which is I'm a terrible client in that way. You should probably give somebody <laughs> some some constraints. But I was like, whatever, you're a creative fire hose anyway. Yeah. And anyway, there's an episode you can watch where it was kind of meta because I had a mount to talk about it. But the technologies that he used to make this, which ended up being this TV that goes and kind of crinkles in, which is an homage to the beginning of this podcast, which has these weird uh, radio number stations on it, which if you haven't heard of that, Google number station. It's one of the weirdest Wikipedia articles you'll ever read. Anyway, oh, he, there was like, Eight technology used to smash them together, including like making the thing out of web technology, then exporting it as a video and filtering that and putting it back in and whatever. So I know what you're talking about with Adam and smashing technologies together. He'll just use anything to pull yeah. off an idea, you know. His toolkit is just deep. Like he reaches in and pulls out stuff. You're just like, I never heard of that. Mm-hmm. I never knew that was a thing. So you'll add stuff in the newsletter sometimes. It's not only like, hey, look, I'm gonna, sh- I'm gonna maybe give you a hint as to how they did it or what technology is involved, or you know, go to line 32 and comment this out or something, and that will be the key to unlocking their brain as they're creating this because it's I don't know it adds like dotted outlines to the party or something you know exactly I love that yeah that's that that's like the whole thing is like uh I I want to take the time and go and figure it out uh in case you know people are busy uh and show that like but behind the scenes look um and when when it started out when it was first just a newsletter it was a lot more like conversations with with the artists I don't get the time unfortunately right now to do that as much Mm-hmm. Where like in in the beginning it was a lot of like back and forth, almost like an an interview in in a sense, but that uh, that was that was tough to maintain and still then go on to grow it way beyond uh, the scope that that the newsletter had originally. So yeah, it did turn into a blog because as you said, um, yeah. people people share blog posts. They don't usually say check out this issue of this newsletter. Go look at issue seventeen and yeah, share that, that out funny? to the world. Even if it's got it's a tough. perfectly good URL, even if it's yeah. ostensibly a blog post anyway. <laughs> yep. It's not yep. they really are not shared as much. So okay. So I could see that pushing you towards producing articles generally anyway. But in a newsletter, generally the vibe is and kind of what people want, or at least 
generally what I want, is a bunch of links. Like, I like that about front-end horse. I think you might, you know, if once in a while you wanted to co-opt the newsletter to write something long form, hey, you know, more power to you. But there's something kind of nice about the bite-sized <laughs> things in a newsletter. Yeah. But that's not enough sometimes to really say what you want to say. Is that is that true? Is that what pushed you towards using the website to do more long-form articles too? Or yeah, because I, I I started to put it into the newsletter and I just like I would work all week on this like um like I uh, I think you've had Lithia on uh to 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 talk about shaders uh maybe not I don't I'll, know that I'll I have that. but I had a uh, Leah Rosemont just last week who's also way into shaders and I think they're yes. at least they're at least sort of friends because they reference yeah, each other's no, they're work both fantastic um yeah so so uh, she explained shaders uh to me and then i tried to turn it into like uh, a, a newsletter article but like it got so long and there's so many images and gifs and things that you need to like include there and i'm sure you know how gmail like smacks down anything above a certain size so you need to like be careful and just like it, I, I ran into so many issues where people were like half of the newsletter is gone it just didn't get delivered or like there was Ooh. issues like all right i need to take this to a blog you, you can't in, embed code pens into uh, newsletters. So it's like your demo potential of breaking down a, a certain technique is really limited. So yeah, just eventually yeah. had to go to like an article format. Yeah, yeah. I think there's more value in the kind of the, the having a URL, What even if it goes to email, having it, making sure you can kind of fully read it online, which you do a, yeah. a great job, but not, but not everybody does. God, there's this guy he wrote, who's, what's his name? Mr. Penumbra's 24-hour bookstore. You ever read that book? It's a great book. You should read it. Robin Sloan. And oh, uh, he's got that. a great, great newsletter. Really a good thinker. And it's, it's you know, sometimes his stuff is about tech generally. He's a pretty smart tech guy. But sometimes it's about, you know, olive oil and stuff. I mean, because he <laughs> has some olive oil side business or something with his partner. Anyway, he, he's got a great, and he's, you know, this newsletter is called something awesome, you know, like front and horse. But his is like, the society of the double daggers or something awesome, you know, and you'll get it, but it comes in your email and all it is, is like, I wrote a new newsletter, click this link, you know, and then you just go to the website. And first it might be because he's earned it, but I I don't even care. Like, I'm like, fine. I'm more than happy to click that link and read your newsletter. So I'm just wondering if that was, that's pull offable these days, you know? Yeah, right. That's a great idea. That's a great format. Yeah. Yeah. You could pull it off because, you, you know, they, these get published on the web. Great. You know, but then like, is it a newsletter then or is it a notification? Right. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's, 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 it's starting to get to the point where I'm just writing an article every week and it's like, this is no longer the thing. So yeah. And then it became a stream and a community and it just kind of like, it's just getting out of, out of hand at this point, but um <laughs> Having fun while, while while we're going. Uh, I like it though. I would keep it the way it is. There's because there's a business angle to this, which is um, amazingly to me. You seem to have entirely avoided. I made it my I made it my career. You know, CodePen is more of my career, but 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 CSS Tricks was too. Like it literally yeah. made pretty decent money, and I sold it because of <laughs> of its ability to have traffic and stuff. Although I sold it to a company that wasn't really interested in making money the same way that that it currently was making money. You don't run a single ad on here, as far as I can tell, do you? Uh, no, I do not at all. It, it's <laughs> front, end, front end horse is an entire 
uh, loss leader or how, how however you want to put it. It's it's not a it's not a profitable business by by any stretch. Well, a loss leader is something that you because you're going to make money on something else. But this doesn't it's even a point future to future loss leader. Future, <laughs> yeah. It's a someday I'll have a thing and that'll be a, that'll that'll be the thing. But I mean, it's been wow. like the ability to uh, talk to the people that I, I I get to talk to has been like the currency by which I've I've been enriched beyond my wildest dreams. Like to, like just having that excuse to be able to chat with you. I I uh, I was lucky enough to have you on our winter holiday special where we we raised ten thousand mm-hmm. dollars for charity. That was super cool. Um, had a bunch of great folks on there. And without front end horse being its thing, like we wouldn't have been able to do that. Um, having just like yeah, you know, like being able to reach out to guests and say, "Hey, I would love for you to come on and teach me about this thing," uh, is is really such a privilege that um, the least I can kind of do is like keep up a newsletter and be able to chat with folks and have this great community. Like it's it's I've I've never been a person who's been motivated by money beyond what makes me comfortable right like like obviously mm-hmm, i mm-hmm. i would like a paycheck uh but it's it's been a lot more for the community and a lot more for those kinds of things not saying like not trying to throw it into contrast with you chris but it was no it was no just, uh, I, think, I just think it's interesting that you because some people do have trouble keeping up the motivation a little bit although i would say in the early days of css tricks for a long many many years surely more years than front end horse has even existed i didn't it's not that i had none ads but i didn't care that much i mean I was in the very early days interested in like exploring what kind of money a little blog could make. But then after, you know, that was a, that was just the very early days. And then what became much more addictive and fun and worth it to me was that was the community aspects. You know, if I could write a post and three people would leave a comment on it, you know, and we're talking like 2001, (laughs) I'd be like, yeah, I mean, not quite that early. It was probably more like 2009. Uh, I'd be like, awesome, you know, and I had all the motivation in the world to to, to keep doing it. Those days are a little different because blog comments aren't the only way that people engage. These days, who knows? uh, You know, it could be a a public tweet. It could be a DM tweet. It could be an email that you get. It could be overhearing chatter in some public discord. It could be discord conversations that somebody else tells you about because you're not even in that discord you know where where engagement happens these days is scattered and but it's all good it's all positive you're like oh my god people are talking about me that's all i you know oh yeah no if if someone replies to one of my newsletters i run out of the room and shout i have internet friends it's it's just the best (laughs) exactly (laughs) yeah i did it uh, no, it, it, it is its, its own reward for sure. And, uh, and, you know, granted, I don't know how long I can keep up the, uh, the whole, you know, front end horse doesn't make any money. Yeah, it's absolutely free forever kind of thing. Yeah. That's what pe- yeah. I would worry about for you. It's not like I'm trying to push you into capitalism. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh do make money. I'm, I'm worried, worried about like, you know, that the money buys a little sustainability. I like the future loss leader thing though. And that, if that's how you already think you're good. If you sold a, you know, a you're at, um, I'm sorry, Prismic, right? Maybe yeah. you could make a Prismic theme or something that would be good for your work and, and you know, sell it for a hundred bucks or whatever. And 
you'd sell a zillion of them because of the goodwill that you bought up. You've never tried to sell anybody anything. People yeah. would buy it if they didn't even use Prismic, probably, because you've bought you, you you had so much goodwill that you've never cashed in. So it's gonna do good for you at at some point. Yeah, yeah. Thanks. And 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 honestly, like uh, to Prismic, uh, they would not have found me and like asked me to be in the role that I'm in if it wasn't for Front End Horse. So like it 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 does pay for itself in those kinds of ways of just having like a platform and people going, oh, look at that guy. Let's see if he wants right. a job. So that, that, that part's helpful. This episode of CodePen Radio is brought to you in part by Notion. Learn more and get started for free at notion.com slash codepen. That's notion.com slash codepen to help you take the first step toward an organized, happier team today. Have you not heard of Notion? Have you not used it? It's one of my favorite apps of the last decade. It's got to be. It's kind of an all-in-one collaboration tool. You can use it alone, so it could be just collaborating with yourself. But I feel like Notion really shines in a collaborative way because it's kind of like you invite somebody to a team or a workspace on Notion and then things are shared. People can have their private stuff, but a lot, the value of it to me is, is, is how shared things can be. And I say all in one tool. It doesn't really feel like that, but it ends up being that. You can do a lot of workplace organization that like what are we talking about what are we working on what's up next how do we stay organized and keep kind of a ourselves in the share a same brain a little bit notion is a little bit like a shared brain for your workspace and i love that about it at its root it's just uh custom documents but it's really so much more than that it's worth checking out notion.com slash codepen thanks so much for the support And so to to round out all that it is, it started as a newsletter. Then I, yeah. I don't know what if what the chronologicalness of it is, but maybe <laughs> you get, get a right. website. This is important. No. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> articles happen. Yep. Twitch happens at some point. That seemed fairly yeah, early too. It was after the website and article. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, so we're, we're coming up on two years this month. I just uh, just realized the other day uh, of, May twenty eighth stuff. Yeah. Uh, oh no no. So May twenty eighth, twenty twenty was the first issue of the newsletter like th this was entirely a uh a quarantine kind of a, yeah it was a quarantine baby basically i mean this week's uh, newsletter was 57 meaning if you did it every single week you're just nope, over i was inconsistent for a while because it, okay. it, it started to hop to like articles and then streams and just in just in i think like december i started to get consistent actually and it's funny because uh i've i've been consistent like, like i haven't missed since like late December, and it's because of a conversation with Cassidy Williams, uh, who spoke very fondly of her time at CodePen and and all mm -hmm. that stuff, but um, was saying how like newsletters are important, and she just kind of gave a pep talk. And I've been, yeah, I've been on like a really good streak since then, like twenty one or so in a row. And before it was real intermittent for for a while. Oh, nice. Yeah, hers is super yeah. consistent, which is surprising because usually like the first sentence of her her newsletter is just like, had the busiest week ever, you know, spoke at nine conferences and uh -huh. recorded 12 <laughs> podcasts. And yeah. here's the thing. I'm like, how? You're amazing. But mm -hmm. Yeah, she's everywhere. But yeah, so so the 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 number is deceptive. But yeah, so it's a uh, it's about two years old, and February of twenty one is when we started with the streams, like ar ar around the beginning of that. Okay. Yeah, it's just been great to to get to have those folks. Like George Francis has come on a bunch. 
Uh, right. Cassie Evans has come on a bunch. Like, like those are probably the two that have come on the most um, from like the, the what I would consider like the code pen community. And then just had lots of other great folks on to build out really fun uh, either components or entire projects. We just had Tom Miller on yesterday. He's fantastic. Uh, you may know him as Creative Ocean. Uh, he does lots of great stuff. Um, yeah, it just shows us how to do a cool thing in GSAP. And it's, it's, it's super it's cool. A blast. That's one of the things that makes me not feel old because, you know, I already feel old. I'm not worried about that. But like, <laughs> you got to embrace the like, ephemerality of twitch in a way i'm sure you do, do you i'm sure you plop you either turn on video on demand mode or whatever so people can watch them later but don't you also pluck them yeah. down and put them on youtube probably right yes yeah because twitch is weird it, it like even if you put the video on demand mode on they only let you s- keep it there for like I, I i forget the amount of time it's like two weeks or a month or, or, or something maximum no matter who you are you could be uh, I don't right. know, Ninja or who, who, whoever's the big one. Like they, they don't let you stay there, and it doesn't make sense to me because it's mm-hmm. like it's Amazon. They have the storage. <laughs> like they are S yeah, three. True. At the same time. I wonder if it's like, a what? product market fit thing or something. Yeah, it does seem a little silly though. Like, but they don't have you an want... export to YouTube button, and I'm like, that's your like. Why are you letting me send it so easily to your competitor, and then? All the future traffic goes there. It just it just feels funny, but yeah, all of the uh, all the ones with funny. guests are over on YouTube, um, so they do. Maybe it's just like a too late situation, you know. Like if you pull that weird. feature now, you just have super backlash, you know. Yeah, it's it's really strange, but I don't know. I I can't like I like I I think it's fun once in a while to be like, oh, they're streaming. I'm gonna go in there. It's gonna be fun, and then it's like it's like kind of fun. But but it's not. I don't know. It hasn't worked its way into my life blood yet. That I'm like super into watching streamers all the time. But that's that's the oldness coming through. I think there's plenty of people that that do really really prefer that because there's just some. I don't know. It's like watching live sports or whatever, right? You know that it's happening right now, and there's a kind of a cool feeling to that. But I'm just such a YouTube guy. I'm like, I want to. I don't know. I almost want the. TiVo like uh, on demand more interested in like I'm on lunch so I have time now not at 9:32 a.m. Anyway, anyway, so you get the best of both worlds though because you do the stream but they're on YouTube anyway. Best of both worlds, rock and roll. So that's a part of it. The Discord is part of it. That's fairly obvious, right? Have a community, let them talk to each other. That you got to moderate it, but that that was not obvious to me actually. So mm. that kind of came up uh, a good, like a maybe a couple months into the streams. I'm not exactly sure when, but mm. I would stream with someone. It would go well, and it was a lot of fun. We had. Oh, like that same person came into chat again. That's really cool that they keep coming back for each of these episodes and they're chatting so much and they're positive. And now mm-hmm. there's like six of these people that keep coming back and there was like 20 or whatever. And it's just like the stream would go off and they were gone and I wouldn't see them again until the next stream. And it's like, that kind of stinks. So it like only only when it it seemed like we needed it did I go for the Discord because I feel like there's so many Discords that uh start as soon as you have a thing right like hey i sent my first newsletter and here's our discord and it's like Mm -hmm. those take a lot of effort um to keep up and to you know get going so like they do it was easy to be over slacked and discord's even easier it embraces the like make it absolutely simple yeah 
to get going on one that if you weren't careful, you could have a hundred discords, you know, my gosh. Yeah. There's, there, there's a lot of ghost discords. So I kind of like waited for that. And yeah, it's just been, it's been wonderful getting to know, uh, all of the fantastic people that have joined the discord. It's just a really friendly, positive place. Uh, I don't know. I, I, I feel like I have little to do with it just because of like how the, the, the first few people that joined were such good, positive people that like it was more that they like attracted um just a great vibe so i, I don't know yeah it's, it's it's been one of the most rewarding parts it's funny it's this many years into the slack slash discord of the world and people are still kind of figuring it out what it's useful for you know <laughs> it's like i feel like you can say that about the internet though too like yeah <laughs> you know, we're still trying to learn internet we're bad at it still but yeah we're we're figuring it out. <laughs> like, does Prismic have one or no? I just we we used to have a Slack years ago, but I think it kind of fell into that thing where, um, yeah, it's it's tough to maintain if you don't have like someone specifically maintaining it. So back when there were maybe like you know ten people working at Prismic, they 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 had a Slack. Uh, but currently, we don't. We kind of focus on the forums right, right. now. Um, yeah, that's another have, option because right. and there, it, it can be an appealing one too because of the slow potential, slow buildup of SEO value to questions, you know, because certain, you, there's a 100% chance that people try to, at least some of your audience try to Google their problem before they ask, you know? Yeah. Where with with Slack, especially, it is gone unless you're paying yeah, the gone. ridiculous price once, um, you know, because, because, Slack charges you like by the person and they delete your history. So good luck like maintaining that. Yeah, and it jumps from free to a billion dollars. So yeah. yeah. So that that is not really tenable there. With Discord, at least you keep your your search history. It's it's much more useful for this sort of thing. Um, but yeah, you're still gonna get the same questions. Right. And it's not even that, you know, it's like a different value proposition. You know you're not getting any SEO value, but but it can be it could do two things. It can g- deliver extreme customer satisfaction if they ask a question in, and then they get a real-time-ish answer, either from somebody at the company or a community member. And then that right. second part, you, you pop, potentially people are helping each other, which is amazing. Yes. Which, you know, you can yeah. kind of get in the forums too. But that real-time thing is, is satisfying. I reach for it all the time. I'm in the Cloudflare Slack. So if I got some question about nice. some Cloudflare thing, the the desire for me to get an answer like c- pretty close to right now is so high that I go there first. You know, like give me the answer. I'm the same way. I am I am not a forum person. Like like Prismic is. Uh, you know, we we. So yeah. for anyone who doesn't know, we are a uh, headless CMS. Like lets you ship a headless page builder. So we we um, have a lot of people in the forum asking like how to integrate Prismic with some framework or how to do a certain thing with it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I I have never been a forum person. Like I might have posted in the Greensock forums twice in my life. Mm-hmm. They embrace it pretty heavily. Yeah. I mean, I, but but those are great forums because smarter people than I have asked questions before. And then you'll have Blake or Cassie or Zach before them uh, answering those questions. Yeah. And yeah, there's there's always something there. Like I, I I don't have to ask questions in the Greensock forums because of how thorough um, everyone else has been already, right? Yeah, that's that's pretty huge. Yeah, it, it can work out. It can work out great. And there's no reason you can't have both at some point in your... I mean, yeah. that, it does get a little extreme, though. But yeah, the, go, the, the worst thing you can do is just like, here, we have one. Then you just... 
You don't make it anybody's job. It's not yes, moderated. Exactly. I'm sure we'll get organized. around to it. Yeah, we'll find time for it. No, you won't. You will not. That's unless you no, carve you it gotta out. You got to make it somebody's job or part of the culture somehow. Yeah. How do you do it with CodePen? Because like CodePen seems to have um, a positive like internal culture where I'll, I'll always see uh, people on the staff liking or commenting on things is that like something that you've built in no not really i think that's just for fun and we don't i mean for the record we have experimented a little with that chatty stuff too and do not have either a slack or a discord right for code pen we've had a couple of different stabs at forum ish stuff in the past and don't have that anymore either um weird right it's gonna come back i want it i think it's the right, right community for it i'm just waiting for uh a, 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 the reason i have in mind to launch it and then we'll launch it then and it, and, it, and it should be good and but i'm gonna be super cognizant at the beginning of like what is this what is it for what are the expectations of my staff to deal with it and what are the ex what can someone expect by joining it and i think if you lay out those expectations and and prove them to be true that it, it will work out nicely i think that's a really good way to look at it yeah like if you if you kind of state at the door like this is this is how it is um and and not not rely so much on like like i've i've had things like that before where it's uh if, if people are just passionate they will go do it in like their spare time or their free time or like that you know it all just happened however but i think those kinds of um those kinds of communities need to be built with intent because otherwise it can kind of take on a shape of its own. I, I wouldn't say that with the code pen communities because I think already just in the comments of pens, I rarely ever see like negativity or, uh, you know, like, like people being sarcastic of like, this is really cool. Wow. Like, so, or, 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 or maybe that's every comment on my pens. I'm not sure sarcasm's hard on the internet now <laughs> no i don't know yeah i'm sure i wouldn't say that there's never been any bad behavior but i rarely see yeah, it sure. either there, it's also in the we tend to have done the work ahead of time usually for example you can you can control if you don't like somebody's comment on your pen you can delete it you have right. that power you can also block people this is a very cool. like underused feature on code pen but like you that, that that should be there because you're because it's a community like it's it's just an open community and anybody can follow anybody else and because of that i think it's the responsibility of a community to offer social controls ours should probably be even more robust but the fact is the this blocking mechanism is used so little on code pen and there's never not like I'm waiting to react for something. We wanted to build some things at a time, but yeah. just knowing how little of a problem it is and how much other work we have to do, it's kind of been kind of good enough for now, I'll say. That's great. Um, I, I do just want to say, like, um, back to the, the very first comments, like, thank you for for saying that, but also, like, th this entire thing was, like, built on CodePen and just what I what, what CodePen kind of, like... Um, I guess uncovered for me or, or like what I loved about it. And, uh, I, I, I haven't seen that kind of like creative coding community, at least not for like front end web development anywhere else. And so, uh, if it wasn't for CodePen, like none of this would exist. And, uh, yeah, thank, thank you for CodePen. Thank you to everyone who makes CodePens and answers my questions. And, uh, <laughs> 
and comes on the show and everything because that's 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 everything to me. That's just been a it's been a really fun two years with that. Yeah, yeah. Well, thank you. You know, we I really try to try to embrace that because the that the community aspects of it were are like not that's a tricky thing to have fostered over the year and a real kind of advantage for us that I want to want to hold on to as we you know, build other things, you know, so I never, like that's going to be top of mind forever. Cause you just can't, communities are, are tough to, tough to build, tough to foster, tough to, tough to hold on to. And I, yeah. you know, I'm doing, doing all we can to do it. You know, the, in the, I'm thinking of this chattish stuff when you front end horse, it's, you have like, it's kind of like just community, right? Like that, that's a kind of a, a cool reason to be part of that. Anybody clicks that icon, for any reason, they just know they're in for a bit of fun almost and like-mindedness in a way. And CodePen is mostly like that, but it does, it is different in in a sense that it's a product too, and it's a product that you can pay for too. So all of a sudden in that, in that discord, it can be like, that's what I mean by expectations and stuff. It could be like a channel for support will get mixed with community stuff. So it's one thing to say, like, this is our community slide. Never ask any questions. <laughs> it's just, like, not going to happen, you know? Like, there needs to be a a place to to vent or yell at us or something, too. And that's going to be a little <laughs> trickier to pull off. Anyway, that was just my thought. Good. good. Uh, we didn't get to talk about Prismic much, but I'm sure we'll we'll talk again. It won't be too long. I'm sure, and you can tell us all about that. That would be cool. Okay. I need to look at it more. It looks like a... A beautiful product. I was aware of it, of course, before this this call. But I do have this. I'm such a WordPress guy, but I like. I'm always torn between two worlds, where I'm like, I don't. I like the WordPress CMS, but I don't like building the front end of WordPress sites because it's not this like JavaScript framework nicety DX that I want out of the world. And it kind of looks like Prismic. I don't know. It's like a CMS that supports the world of, like, for example, building in Next.js or something, which I already like. Yeah, it's great. I mean, and and I'm always going to say, uh, like, try it. But it, you know, if if you're a WordPress guy, maybe headless WordPress is the thing because you like have been working with that for so long. Um, I I love Prismic. I, I worked with it for a while before uh, I got the job uh, mm-hmm. being the developer experience and, and engineer over there but uh but yeah it, i'm i've i've never been one to say it is the tool for every single job yeah. every site needs to be this but um it's definitely a good solution so cool well thanks for that thanks for joining me here on CodePen radio alex i hope to talk to you soon have a good one thanks chris take care Eight.